0: concerning the Victorian Premier, uh, Daniel Andrews, he he was acting just like little Hitler. And um, just recently, he went to a dinner party at one of Australia's richest men. And uh, I believe he was uh, actually playing up with someone's uh, wife. But he got a severe beating, and I mean a really severe beating. We haven't seen him in public since. Yeah, so this is a warning to all world leaders Eventually, you can push us to the wall, but the people always win in the end. And when we fight back, we outnumber you, billions to one. So watch it.
1: Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. This show, we are going to talk about what's going on in Australia and and other places in the world, but specifically Australia when it comes to the tyrants and how we're seeing this new world order, global reset, occurring in Australia because it's one of the worst places in the world, and that's why I wanted to talk to my guest today. His name is Mike Holtz, and he is fighting back. Him and his group, they're creating common law assemblies, but the interesting thing is he's working with Kevin Annette up in Canada, and he is working with people in Israel and New Zealand and all over the world. People are starting to do these common law assemblies, and they're working together. For the first time, people are working together on this worldwide, and that's important. And he's going to show people how, how at the end of this, he's going to show you how you can start a common law assembly in your own country and get it going. You can communicate. You can talk to them. Um, I'm, I'm sure Kevin Annette will help you as well. It's just important that people are fighting back. He also, last weekend, there was this huge worldwide rally around the world. It was, I don't know how many places participated. Almost every country, almost every country in the world participated in multiple cities. And he was one of the ones in Sydney that gave, Australia, that gave a speech. And he got, got a lot more people uh, interested in helping doing the common law. But he's been persecuted locally. hes They keep trying to jail him, and he's going to talk about it. He's in court. He, they, they do not like people trying to stand up and push back and say, no, you are not the authority here. You are tyrants. You are abusing every single principle of hum, our human rights, our Constitution. Uh, they have violated all 10 of the Nuremberg Codes, the Geneva of the Convention, this experimental thing medical treatment that they're doing these jabs are a violation of every nuremberg code it's very clear and we are we are in the middle of it right now they're tyrants and i just want to say this is the beginning of this will just get worse if we don't push back it will get worse this has to be a wake-up call for everyone to work together and to push back so I thought this was a really good time, really great conversation with somebody who was doing something and coalescing with uh, more people around the world. So so before I get into that, I also want to tell you that I have my ebonair, my truth platform. I have uh, exclusives on there. I don't like not having everything public, but I, I really need to uh, make up for my lost income on Patreon, and I some of these exclusives are um, stuff I don't want people to stumble into. There, Some of them are a little more, uh, there's some information that is, uh, I don't know, it's hard to listen to. And then other stuff is just more interesting. But if it's really important for the public to hear, I usually almost 100% will put it out for the public because that's what I'm about. I'm not the best, although I'm a business person, comes with this stuff, I'm not acting like a business person because I think of humanity comes first and I just, whatever, I don't care. And I want to tell you, and maybe one of the reasons that I'm, I'm not so worried about it is because I have my silver I've been buying for 10 years. And by the way, you can get silver, which I highly recommend, you get it at the Andy at Miles Franklin. He is selling it at the lowest prices in the country. He also says this is not the best business thing to do, but I believe in it so much right now, he says, because people need this for protection. We don't know what's going to go on. You need to have some of that just to be safe, even if it's $100 worth of silver when things go down, just to be safe. And you can contact him at Andy at milesfranklin.com. And the other thing, Michelle White Dove. I know, for those of you who know Michelle White Dove, she's, I just love her. She's a psychic, okay? And following a psychic seems really nutty to a lot of people, but I got to tell you, she has proven herself to me. She, the crypto, she's been doing crypto. She's been doing health. She's been doing all these things, but she's always right. I mean, she is right so much and the top crypto people follow her because she's right. And I am telling you, she's helped me get into really good cryptos and I have been able to make up for the money that I lost by getting, you know, my Patreon deleted, my website being deleted, my YouTube being deleted, everything being deleted. They try to wipe me out financially. But she saved me. And um I think she can do that. She she wants to help good people. She always says, I'm only here to help the good people. She goes, so if you're not a good people, don't bother to go to her. But um she has all these cryptos and she lists them from red yellow green and purple and the purple which there isn't a lot of purple ones the purple ones are really good to buy you will make money if you invest in the in the purple ones and you can get in for not that much and if something goes up by you know 10 20 some of them are 100 time gains you you can have a pretty good nice little investment for me i want to pay off my mortgage and i want to have a good retirement and not worry about it and she's helping me do that so i just want to tell you if you go to the white her white dove Website. She has a new crypto report. I'm not making a dime on this. I'm just telling people about it. I promise. And it's only $49. I told her she should charge twice that, but she's not. And it's $49. And I highly, highly, highly recommend that you go look at it. She's analyzed uh, 700 crypto coins. And I promise you that you will benefit from getting that. So, anyways, I hope you do that. And go to my website and make sure you subscribe to my newsletter. I'm sending out a lot of, I've been writing a lot of articles lately. I think um, I've also been posting articles from other really good journalists. You will get that in my newsletter. So please go there. When you're there to subscribe for Ebeneer or sarahwestall.tv, be sure to subscribe to my newsletter. Okay, let's get into my interview with Mike Holt. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the program.
0: Hi, how are you, Sarah? Thanks for having me on.
1: Yes, I I wanted to talk to somebody from Australia, and you have been highly recommended on somebody that understands what's going on on the ground there. You know, we have tyranny everywhere. This is a worldwide event. We just had this past weekend, there was worldwide protests, which is so great to see when the world wakes up and starts protesting, although we need to have more and more action, which is something we'll get into later when we start talking about what you're doing. But can you tell us what's really going on, on in Australia? Because you know I have audience worldwide, and it's different here in the United States than it is, you know, everywhere in the world. Some places are much worse than others. Our states, some of our states, like California, is really bad. Michigan's really mm. bad. New York is really bad. Minnesota, where I am, is is pretty bad compared to Florida, Texas, and some other places. But I think Australia might be one of the worst in the world from the standpoint of being locked down. Can you talk about what you've experienced there and what's going on right now?
0: Yes, but just before I do, I I just uh, posted a link in the chat room there for you of a speech that I gave on Saturday at the rally. And uh, that was in Sydney. I actually traveled all the way from the Sunshine Coast, about 100 kilometers north of Brisbane, down to Sydney by car. And it was quite a trip, but uh, it was a very good um, uh, speech. And we ended up signing up about uh, over 200 people to join the first Sydney uh, Assembly, which I'll talk about later. What's been happening in Australia? Well, the government has very kindly been pushing people towards us, uh, the the people in Australia who are forming common law assemblies. they, they came out last year around uh, May. They locked the whole country down, and we weren't allowed to go out. We weren't allowed to do anything at all. We had to start the social distancing, uh, wearing masks, and you know they started urging us to get the jab, even though they didn't have one.
1: Yeah, but you guys yeah. had it at a at a higher level. I mean, you guys couldn't. Uh, you guys had curfews. You couldn't um, talk to each other even outside. I mean, it was really bad. Now, where have uh, they lifted a lot of that?
0: In, in some states, yes. Victoria was the worst. That was a really fascist state. Um, but up here in Queensland, especially where I live, you know, out in the country a bit, uh, we just ignored it for the most part. People took it seriously at first, uh, and we all did stay home, although I didn't bother. I just kept going because I knew it was all rubbish anyway. Um, and they don't have the, the constitutional right to do what they've been doing. Now, I don't know if you know much about Australian... um, Well, uh, hold on one second.
1: I think the perspective on the tyranny really changes depending on where you live. Because I've heard the same thing that people, you know, people who are in certain counties in the US or certain places in the world, they just pretty much ignore it and have been going on with their life. Nobody's really masking, they're not doing anything. And then you're in other places and you, I, I almost pass out when I see another person not wearing a mask besides me. Although now I'm starting mm. to see some people not wearing masks besides me and it feels so great. I, I can't tell you seeing other people without a mask. But so it's very different and, and that's what you're seeing there in Australia. But I think Victoria, I guess you're right. It was, it was different parts of Australia was mm was like San Francisco here in New York, it was very extreme. Now, where where is your country at with the passport, vaccine passports?
0: Well, let me tell you a funny story first, because uh, concerning the Victorian Premier, uh, Daniel Andrews, he, he was acting just like little Hitler. And um, just recently, he went to a dinner party at one of Australia's richest men. And uh, I believe he was actually playing up with someone's uh, wife, but he got a severe beating. And I mean, a really severe beating. We haven't seen them in public since.
1: Like physically beaten up?
0: Yes, he got very, very badly beaten up. And I read the the, uh, doctor's report, and it said, the injuries I have observed uh, are consistent with a severe beating and kicking. So he must have really suffered.
1: uh, One of the billionaire's wives was being hit on or whatever, and they got really mad and they they beat the crap out of them or had their thugs do it for them.
0: Yeah, so this is a warning to all world leaders. Eventually, you can push us to the wall, but the people always win in the end. And when we fight back, we outnumber you. Billions to one. So watch it.
1: Oh, so you see it differently. It's not some billionaire that used their thugs to beat them up. You say the people got tired of them and beat them up.
0: Well, we don't know for sure, but either way, it doesn't matter. The fact is, when you push people to the wall, what happens? History tells us what happens. Tyrants always go go to a bad end.
1: Yeah, I think we're very close to that in in many areas where they push this much farther and there'll be some violence. And I I believe that they might be wanting that. You know, these globalists are psychopaths. I, I think they want yes. war. I think they want war. They want depopulation. War really helps with depopulation. It also helps them get a handle on the currency issues and the economic issues that they're having. Mm. Do you foresee Australia being sucked into something like that? And I want to get back to the vac- vaccine passport first, but, or after that, but do you see Australia being sucked into something like that? Like the United States, we're going to get sucked in. We get into every single war.
0: No, we, I don't think Australia will anymore. We've had enough. And uh, we, what we're, is happening now with the the common law movement around Australia, uh, we're building these local governments called a common law assembly. And there's so many people coming in. As I said, I spoke at the rally in Sydney on Saturday. There was about 2,000 people there. We signed up over 10% of them to a common law assemblies there. And it's not just in Sydney, but around New South Wales. So people have had enough, they know that a lot of people now are starting to realize that the, the, um, the COVID vaccine or whatever you want to call it, we call it the jab, uh, is dangerous and downright deadly in some cases. Um, wearing masks doesn't protect us. We're certainly not going to lie down um, and let the, the government bring in COVID passports.
1: People shouldn't have fear anyways. There's treatments that work almost 100%. They're inexpensive. And there isn't any side effects. So the fear is unfounded. The government propaganda is fueling fear. They're not allowing these doctors to be educated properly. The doctors have to do it on their own and they better freaking do it because otherwise I think mm. it's irresponsibility, irresponsible of doctors that don't learn these alternative treatments because there shouldn't be any fear. Nobody really should be dying. we got good treatments. That being said, are they pushing this, this vaccine passport on you.
0: Yes, but I was reading a report this morning in one of our, our local online news um, sheets. Um, the refusal rate has jumped up about 15% over the last couple of weeks. So the government is going out and buying all these vaccines. They can't push them on us. Nobody wants it. It was funny because when I was traveling to Sydney, I went into one little country town and I was handing out flyers to um, the businesses, you know? And uh, I, they said, oh, no, no, we're we we um, we're not interested in that. So as I was walking around, I just turned around offhand. And I said, oh, by the way, do your research on the on the vaccine. Oh, no, we're never going to have that. So they didn't just support what I was doing with common law, but they didn't want the jab. <laughs> and I think that's pretty universal.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, the the governors in in a lot of our Democrat states um, have a higher percentage of people taking it, I think. It depends on Mm -hmm. how the states are based. I know that in Minnesota, in the city areas, um, it's, unfortunately, there's a lot more people that are lining up to take it. I I don't think it's 70%. I think it's more like 50% and then lower in other areas. Are you seeing a 50%, uh, 40, 30? What are you seeing of people in Australia?
0: Well, we don't really know what to believe because yeah what i see with my eyes is not what the, the news is telling us and that, that said one of my friends said that she was up in the local town up here one day and there were people lined for blocks waiting to get their jab and, and the doctors are actually pressuring people to have the jab
1: i think those doctors that aren't taking the time to learn the truth that aren't learning about the treatments i think they are enabling these violations of the Nuremberg Code and the Geneva Convention. I mean, this, this whole vaccine uh, pushout violates all 10 of the Nuremberg Codes and these doctors who are uneducated, arrogant people who think they know everything and they're just practitioners, technicians doing what they're told are irresponsible because they're not taking the time to learn the truth, to learn the science and learn that there's treatments. So they are like the Hitler's brown shirts in that way. No, they're not Hitler's brown shirts. They're like the Hitler medical staff that did experimental Mm. treatments on the people because that's what they're implementing and they're ignorant and they're arrogant while they're ignorant. I I couldn't be more irritated with doctors right now who are Mm. propagating this madness, but you're absolutely right. You can't trust them, keep going.
0: Well, it's, it's worse in Australia for the doctors, because in 1946, the Australian people voted in a constitutional amendment referendum, uh, which was passed to allow the government to provide medical services. And in brackets in that amendment, it says, but not so as to force us. So when doctors and the government, when the government and the doctors are forcing us to take these, these prophylactic um, treatments, they're actually breaking the constitutional law. That's the highest law of the land.
1: They're breaking not only the Constitution, it's the Geneva Convention, it's the Nuremberg Code, it's like every basic, common, decency, human right law that us humans have created. Right.
0: But keep going. But For us Australians, our Constitution is supreme over every other law. So what we're doing now with our common law assemblies is we are training our people up to convene common law courts and... Last Sunday, my assembly uh, had a practice session, and so did they do. They had the same thing up in a couple of other assemblies. And we'll continue doing these training sessions. And I've already urged the people on the on, that we have elected to our court to prepare now to start hearing cases. I've got seven cases outstanding right now. And I'm going to start dragging people like Supreme Court judges, um, Australian Federal Police, which is like your FBI. Um, magistrates, court registrars, federal prosecutors, I'm gonna uh, gonna summon them all to our common law court to um, defend themselves in front of a jury.
1: Are you finding any pushback from them? And is Australia Hmm. something where they could get violent? Because I know in Canada, Kevin Annette, who's a good friend of mine, has been doing common law assemblies and he was arrested They beat the crap out of him. It took him a while to um, recover. I think he lost part of his hearing. He's been through a lot. He just never stops. He keeps fighting. They've also arrested other leaders in that movement. And I mean, they're doing everything they can to brutalize, terrorize these people to make them feel like they don't have the power to do this when of course they have the power to do that, the common law. Are they thugs in Australia or are you seeing them cooperate?
0: No, we have the same problem here. I know Kevin very well as well. I've done a few interviews with him and we speak on the phone now and again.
1: Excellent, yes. And I know,
0: I know his troubles over there. It's not as bad here, but they are trying to um, put me in jail. I've been through the courts so far three times and I'm just waiting for the uh, 25th of this month. They're supposed to deliver charges to me or the case. Um, but I have quite a few weapons in my, my uh, quiver and I'm fighting back. And uh, I'm, I've already submitted seven um, summonses to them through the High Court in Queensland, which have been uh, rejected, unfortunately. But today, I will be talking to the High Court Registrar to find out how I can get them accepted. So I'm now going to summon them to my court rather than theirs, and let them see them uh, defend themselves against the charges I'm bringing, which is treason.
1: Absolutely, uh, all treason. Well, it's uh, like they they drag you for wanting to just have the decency of human rights and not um, be forced to do medical experiments on your body, huh. and you're trying. That's what you're taking in the court for, yeah. and they're abusing and being thugs the whole time. And mm-hmm. the ta- the table needs to turn, and we need to really point out who these tyrants are. Do you Have you had any success yet, or is this the first step?
0: Um, you mean in their courts? Yes. Um, yes and no. Uh, they don't realize it yet, but I've got them pretty well tied up because they don't understand what I'm doing. I don't think they've ever come across somebody like me before because I'm challenging them on, the, on constitutional issues that they don't seem to be aware of. <laughs> so I've got them. To,
1: they don't seriously. seem to care. Keep, yeah, no, keep they going. don't. Yeah.
0: But I, I've I've actually the first moment I stepped into their court, the first thing I asked was, is this court convened under Clause Five of our Commonwealth of Australia Constitution Act 1901, which is the supreme law of the land, and that means that all magistrates and judges are bound to the law of the Constitution. And all the magistrate said was, oh, yeah, well, um, we'll talk about that later. So he admitted it, yeah, we'll talk about it later. He never did. Then I wrote a letter, an an email to the federal prosecutor who's trying to drag me into court. And I asked her, can you send me a copy of the oath of uh, office that you took? And she actually wrote back to me and said, oh, well, we don't take an oath in in my office because I'm a public servant employed as a private uh, person by a private corporation called the Australian government. Got them. Right? Uh, There's a few other things, a few other slip ups they've made. So the the thing is, they, they don't seem to know how to handle me, and they keep on shuffling me on to the next meeting, the next meeting. But right now, I'm preparing to take them back into my court.
1: Well, excellent. I'm hoping you can set an example because once you set an example, then maybe other people, not only around Australia, but around the world Mm. can start taking your lead. I know, you know, Kevin, I'm glad you guys are talking. I, you know, I get a little um, frustrated when people like you don't talk. And so the fact that you're talking is absolutely great because let's work together. Right. So that's so wonderful that you're doing that.
0: Mm. Well, Um, that's why I'm here today too.
1: Yeah. Because we need some, um, we need some success stories for people to see how to go about doing it
0: right and and we are having a lot of successes here building up common law in australia Um, i I can't remember exactly how many assemblies we've got now but they keep on increasing every week so you know uh, dozens, thousands of people are coming into this now and they are learning about common law how to apply it the fact that we have two law systems in this government in this country their system which is the admiralty system, and our system, which is common law under our constitution. And now people are starting to see the difference, and they're realising we don't need admiralty law. It's got nothing to do with us because it's under the the government system, which is a private corporation, and we have no contract with that corporation. And it's the same thing for you guys in America and in Canada. The government is a corporation, a private corporation registered in Washington. And we don't have a contract with that. As soon as people get that idea, all of a sudden it makes sense to move into common law because that's where our protection lies. We have no protection in
1: the current system. Sorry? I said we have no protection in the current system. We're like, I think animals have more protection than us.
0: Yeah, they do. (laughs) But um, the only way we can um, enforce and uh, enact common law is through unity. And that's what the assemblies are doing. An assembly is a group of people coming together for a common purpose. And in this case, our assemblies are the common purpose of building up common law and standing in that, living in that. And that, in common law, we have these inalienable rights, the right to freedom of movement, the right to freedom of speech, the right to protect our home and family, the the right to go anywhere we wish. Uh, All these rights and freedoms and we've got it all on our website, commonlaw.earth. Now, what we're doing uh, right now, we've got a website um, made up for Canada. Um, and we'll, I'm talking to Kevin now to try and get him to uh, start using the website to manage his common law assemblies over there because he doesn't have a website that's doing that. So I give him one. I'll give him a free website. And I've done the same thing for the United Kingdom. I believe that people in um, Israel are now not only studying our website, but translating it into Hebrew. And they're going to get ready to uh, open up their website in common law under the commonlaw.earth banner. So we're uniting people. And once we can do that, we will have a worldwide movement of united people with a common purpose, common law. That's it. And uh, the thing is, the difference between the two law systems is um in their system you are guilty unless you can prove yourself innocent in common law you are innocent unless proved guilty and i don't say until but i say unless because that's important they have to prove you guilty so and it's the same thing in their court system they're making charges against me but they now have to prove those charges and they have no proof so you know i'm just having fun now fighting back (laughs)
1: Well, that's, well, that's great. And I, and I hope you guys have great successes with it because I think that's what we need. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm noticing much more direct, much more pushback. Now in the United States, people are becoming much more bolden, which is Mm -hmm. great. People are realizing it's now or never. Um, The, the things that they're going to implement after this are even worse. I mean, they Mm. have some big plans for us with Agenda 2030 and, you know, other things that they're planning on doing. And it's really important that we push back.
0: Well, if you go onto another website that I run, (coughs) CIRnow.com.au, sorry, uh, CIRnow means Citizens Initiated Referendums. I've been in this fight for about 10 or 11 years. And I started out by wanting citizens initiated referendums. At that stage, when I started out, I didn't know how, but I, that's what I knew, knew we need. So I set up this website, CIR now, and it now lists all of the different things like Agenda 21, the Kaligi um, Agenda. Um, there was another one, um, Silent Weapons for, or Silent Wars or something, I forget mm-hmm. now. Yep. I have put all of that on there on the website. It's there for everybody to refer to. Um, You can download our Australian Constitution. Um, You know, it's it's all there. So what I do in my work is to try and provide as much information for people to learn from as possible so that they they can prepare and be um, activated in common law. In fact, our our slogan for the website commonlaw.earth is educate, facilitate, activate. So that's our, our goal.
1: Are you seeing a, a, a group of citizens, maybe the majority of citizens, who are very passive and scared to do anything and yep. and are completely brainwashed and, and think that, I mean, I don't know, it's a slave-like mentality?
0: Yeah, unfortunately, while I was in Sydney, I had a big argument on the phone with my brother who lives down there, and he just believes the media and thinks I'm a crackpot, and he's dead scared he, he wants to get the jab and I've been trying to explain to him look you know it's very dangerous and he just I sent him a video the other day and I said you really need to watch this his response one word no
1: have him Help watched you. the senate hearing from Texas I posted that and I think it's a really good one for people who are still
0: mm.
1: struggling with that education because it's coming from a senate hearing and sometimes people will listen to that more than they'll listen to just a video with a doctor or, or a well-made document. i don't know i try every angle i can
0: i do too but if the person has got a closed mind or won't even listen i know. To them, you can't do anything i now, know
1: they're brainwashed you know the fear that they keep propagating hmm. is a big component of this it creates a um people stop thinking they yeah. stop critically thinking when fear takes over. And so yeah. that's why they keep pumping the fear out there because it, they know it works.
0: Mm. It, it paralyzes people. That's yes. the problem. It paralyzes their thinking processes. But when you get out of the matrix and you step back and you think, well, this is all rubbish, all of a sudden the fear goes away because you don't, you, you don't have to fear anything. Now, when I was talking before about this court case, this is the indictment that i'm going to be putting into the court it's called and it's written by one of my mates australian political and religious leaders treason treachery and uh, sabotage and this book details all the crimes and treason that they have committed since 1960 and that's going into the court and from that i will be charging all the top politicians, the governor general, the prime minister, the premiers, the, you know, anybody I can get my hands on into a court. And if I, they won't put me into their courts, I'll drag them into our common law courts. And so a lot of other people from now on.
1: Excellent, you're just, the fear goes away and you say enough of this and we are going to take control mm. of what's right. I mean, this is just right and wrong at this point. Yeah. So, okay. So tell us your websites again and how people can get involved. I know there's people all around the world who are trying to put these common law uh, programs together. So where can they get hold of you? How can they can just give us your spiel?
0: Okay. If you go onto the website, commonlaw.earth, do you want me to share the screen? I can show you. This is the website, commonlaw.earth, E-A-R-T-H. And We've got got it broken up into various sections, educate, facilitate, activate. You can donate because it costs money to run these things. Here is all the information about assemblies. Here is where we're starting to organize our sheriffs. I've been elected a sheriff in our assembly. Uh, The court system, that's all documented in there. We have a media page, merchandise, and here are our two countries so far on board, Canada and the United Kingdom. We've even got a translator here, we can translate it into French if you wish. We just do that, there it is there in French. So if anybody wants from another language wants to come onto uh, our system and and start using it, uh, we'll provide a page or even a, a whole website for free. We don't charge money for this, we want people to come into common law and start using it. So for instance, if we go to assemblies, Remember the the, the domain name is commonlaw.earth. And you'll see here, how do common law assemblies work? There's a little video here, which you can watch. And um, this explains what all the sections of a, a common law assembly are, the positions, the convener, the secretary, the treasurer, the sheriff, education, action, judicial and legal coordinator, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if you click on go to a meeting, and we'll be adding New Zealand to this very shortly. Uh, so far, we have a lot of um, assemblies in Queensland and more coming in every day. We have Sydney Central, and I believe now we're going to have be adding two more in New South Wales. We've so far got two in Victoria and more coming. Hobart is a bit slow because it's a very tiny country um, state and uh, most people are asleep down there. But you know, even down there, there's hope. Uh, South Australia has a very active one at Lonsdale in Adelaide, and we've got two very active ones over in WA. So the the way to do this, if you come on to Educate, you can download an an assembly to-do list, and this explains how to do it and what to do, all the steps. We've got what is a common law assembly, why should you start an assembly, how to conduct an assembly, what is the basis of common law, and lots of other information here. We've got the common law oath. You can read the assembly constitution and you can activate by volunteering to start an assembly. Now this is an important one because when you convene an assembly to make it a local government, you must have a minimum of 12 people sign a charter. Now this charter is um, very important because what it says, first of all, you take a, um, a, uh, an oath, which everybody um, takes the oath and it says, let it be known and acknowledge that under the natural law, it is the inalienable right of the people as sovereign men and women to covenant into self-governing bodies, to enact laws and provide for the safety and liberty of their families and communities. Therefore, I, the undersigned do hereby establish such a freely elected people's assembly as a self-regulating and elected legislative and legal body subject to no other authority except other such free assemblies whose delegates are gathered in a common law Congress. I, the undersigned, do solemnly swear to maintain and defend to the death this sovereign people's assembly as a just lawful body that is the voice and the safeguard of the people of our community. I won't read the rest because it's just uh, fairly simple stuff, but I want to explain a couple of things. Here is where you can sign up online, and as soon as you do, you get a a, um, certificate like this in the email back to you. And so you can prove that you are a member. Now, um, there's a couple of things about this. People often ask, well, where do you get the the, um, authority to set up these common law assemblies and set up sheriffs and common law courts? Ask yourself, where does any government get its authority from? It comes from the people. So when people can come together and swear this oath together, that convenes a common law assembly, a local government. And you notice there, I said, I, the undersigned do solemnly swear to maintain and defend to the death. Some people object to that here in Australia because they're gun shy. They've had their guns taken (laughs) off them and told they're very bad, very bad things, guns. I'm a shooter, so I don't care. But the fact is, I always explain it this way. If you're at home one night and somebody comes in to your home with a gun, are you going to want a gun to shoot them back and and defend your family to the death? Of course, the answer is yes. If someone invades your country, are you going to defend it to the death? The answer is yes. If someone invades your your community, are you going to defend it to the death? Yes. So that's what you're swearing to.
1: Well, you can't. You should not get rid of your guns.
0: No, we and should. Is,
1: is Australia um, on Do you guys? Do you have the right to carry an arm in Australia or is it completely eliminated?
0: Well, they have taken away that right because we let them. We were stupid. Uh, I wasn't here in Australia when that happened, unfortunately. But uh, if I had been, I would have made a big noise about it. Uh, I'm a a firm believer in the fact that we should have the right to bear arms. Um, And in fact, I often do. I pull my sleeves up.
1: Well the the, the, problem, ahead, your arms. <laughs> <laughs> the the problem. The problem is is that in every single tyrant, you know, in history has taken the guns away as a first step to Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it's why enough. people now in long, the United States now, are fighting like crazy to keep arms.
0: Yeah. Well, don't ever let your guns go, America. I've I've said this before on the SGT report too. Keep your guns. Yep. Never give up yeah. that right.
1: You absolutely have to. And people need to understand. And if if this tyrant time that we're living through hasn't educated people, I don't know what will, but, you know, we had mass riots all summer and last summer, and I'm ex- people are expecting them to continue this summer and uh, maybe even get worse. So, you know, I my dad does gun training. He's been doing it for years and he's busier than heck. I think people are there's you know, people for the first time, people who've never carried guns are now carrying guns. I think that's a great sign. People are realizing mm-hmm. that we need to protect ourselves. Okay, so give us your website name one more time. And thank you so much for everything you're doing. This is a fight for humanity. It's not just a fight for Australia. It's a fight for everyone on the planet. We, we need to work together and help each other and learn how we can fight back this tyranny because i'm telling you what's coming is worse than what we've already experienced
0: absolutely i agree 100% uh, i've just put the address in the chat room it's commonlaw.earth you don't need to put the www or you can but uh, just commonlaw.earth. and the other one is cirnow.com.au
1: Excellent. Thank you so much for joining me today,
0: Mike. Thank you, and a pleasure meeting you, Sarah, and I hope to talk to you again.